the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Here's Mike Connors. Fred Waring to bring out the beauty of the song. Johnson's Wax to bring out the beauty of the home. Makers of Johnson's Wax present Fred Waring and the Pennsylvanians to brighten your morning. And here's your host each Monday and Wednesday morning for Johnson's Wax, Fred Waring. Hello, everybody, and thanks for coming. Thank you for joining us on Ask the Warrior. My name is Mike Connors. Today I'm accompanied by my wife, Beth. I'm here. And my son, Michael. Hi, everyone. For those of you who don't know about the show, the first part of the show, we're talking about estate planning and elder law. And the second part of the show, we talk about history, politics, religion, nostalgia. Today, we're going to be talking about nostalgia. What you heard at the beginning clip was Fred Waring and the Pennsylvanians. And I think most of you know out there who listen to the show, my wife, Beth, used to sing with Fred Waring and the Pennsylvanians some years back. So that's the nostalgia we're going to be talking about this Thanksgiving weekend. Listen, I hope everybody had a blessed and happy Thanksgiving. You know, with all the problems we have in the world, there's still a lot to be thankful for if you live in the United States of America. And, of course, the first part of the show, we talk about estate planning and elder law. And the idea behind estate planning is to pass assets from one generation to the next, paying the least amount in taxes we need to pay legally, avoiding going through court, avoiding probate. And, you know, I probably get this question answered once or twice a day. This question gets asked me. You know, is this going to cost my kid on taxes? Listen, it's not in my DNA to have your kids pay more taxes. My job is to make sure your kids pay no taxes or at the very least pay the least amount of taxes they need to pay legally. It's not always a perfect world, and we can't always get everything out tax-free, but that's our job, to try to get everything out tax-free. And any plan that I give you is going to try to minimize the taxes to your children. That is our goal at Connors and Sullivan. The government does not need your money. I have no doubt your children can do a better job with your money than the government can, and and there's no question about that in my mind. So in any event, turning to estate planning, uh, Michael, do we have some email questions? We do. Um, the first question is from Marit. Dear Mr. Connors, do you pay capital gains taxes on property you inherit? No, you don't. Uh, if it's done the right way, if, you know, assets are passed through a trust or through a will, you do not pay capital gains on those assets. Why is that? Because when an asset is part of your taxable estate, capital gains are wiped out by death. It's called the stepped-up basis. Assets step up to their date of death value, and you do not have to pay a capital gains tax. Now, that is the goal. Like if we do a trust on your house, that is our goal. In 99% of our cases, the house that we put into the trust gets the stepped-up basis so that when the children sell the house, they can sell the house completely tax-free upon your passing. Now, you said 99%. What's the 1%? Well, if somebody's got $20, 30000000 million worth of assets, we might make some gifts where the capital gains are not wiped out by death. But that's in the case where even with a married couple today, they have an excess of $25 million. So it's not something that comes in every day of the work. And that, every day of the week. And that's what I'm saying. 99.9% of the time, if we do a trust, the children will not have to pay capital gains taxes after your passing. The estate tax right now in New York is $5,850,000. And, and let me just throw this out because I had a conversation about this today. You, you say, well, I'm single and I got $6 million. Uh, my kids won't have to pay too much in New York estate tax. Right now, today, in November... 2020, if you're single and you die with 
a $6 million net estate after you pay all your bills. Your estate is $6 million. Your children are going to pay $342,000 in taxes. That hurts. We want to avoid that tax. And we work very hard to try to do that. Now, why do I say if you're single? Because whatever you leave to a spouse is tax-free. So um, if you're single and you leave a $6 million net estate, there's $342,000 in taxes. And one of the problems, some of the things people make a mistake on estate planning, husband dies, leaves everything to wife. Wife dies with a $6 million estate, leaves it to the children. The children pay $342,000, which between husband and wife, we could have very easily divided it the simplest way. Husband leaves $3 million to the kids tax-free. Wife leaves $3 million to the kids tax-free. And on a $6 million estate, we're paying absolutely zero. Now, Michael, if somebody has a, you know, a question to ask us about estate planning, where they do so. If you have a question to ask us about estate planning or elder law, trust in estate, it's trust in estates, then you can reach us at askmikeconnors at gmail.com. That's askmikeconnors, Connors spelled C-O-N-N-O-R-S, at gmail.com. And you can also give us a call at 718-238-6500, 718-238-6500. So what's the next question on the, on the line? This one's from Neil. Dear Mike, I have a disabled son. What can I do to make sure he is taken care of if I were to pass away? Okay, well, obviously we set up a trust for your disabled son. Now, a lot depends, um, you know, what are the circumstances? Disability mental? Is it physical? Does he collect SSI? Does he collect SSD? Does he not collect any benefits? But, yeah, we start with setting up a trust so that whatever benefits that your son may enjoy is not jeopardized when leaving them assets. Some people say, well, I, I have a disabled child. My, my child's on autism. I can't leave him anything because then the government will take it. That's not quite true. If it's planned right, if we do a trust, you can leave assets to that disabled child. The assets then, after your child is gone, go to your beneficiaries, whoever you want them to be, your other children, grandchildren, nephews and nieces, whatever. But you can leave assets to a disabled child you can leave assets to a disabled relative. You can leave assets to an elderly parent in a nursing home. It's just we got to be careful how we do it. We leave it in a trust that the person who receives the asset does not have control of those assets. And in that way, you protect them from Medicaid. If they are collecting from Medicaid, it won't interfere with their SSI. Now, SSD, ordinarily, if somebody collects SSD, Social Security Disability, then their assets, we really don't have to worry as much. But that's more a restriction on how the trustee uses the money to take care of the disabled child than how we word the documents. If you have a disabled child, if you have a disabled relative, if you have a relative in a nursing home, you want to leave them some assets, but you're afraid that the government get, may get their hands on it, we do a trust, a supplemental needs trust, special needs trust. And in that way, we can leave assets so it does not impair the benefits that that beneficiary would receive is if they had no assets. So, again, if you have any questions about that, give us a call at Connors at Sullivan at 718-238-6500, 718-238-6500. I guess we have time for one more question. All right. Um, the next one is from Christina. Dear Mr. Connors, I just got divorced and have a small child. What can I do to make sure my child stays with my parents if I were to die? Thank you. Well, we can't absolutely guarantee what's going to happen, but the first thing is you do a will, you leave the assets for the benefit of your child, and you have your parents as the executors, trustees for your child or children. They would manage the assets until your child, and you got it. And this is one of the questions we kick around all the time: when is the right time to transfer the assets over to a child? You know, what age is the, the right time? Is it twenty-one? Is it twenty-five? Is it thirty? Is it forty? You know, you can get a hundred different answers. Uh, you have to make that decision. And then you would appoint your parents as the guardian of the child, guardian of the person and property of the child. Now, could the child's father try to take custody? Absolutely. Depends on the circumstances. So, you know, and the judge has to rule what's the best interest of the child. But in any event, you would give your parents standing, and your parents certainly would manage the assets for your child and would step into your place. So you would do a will. I assume you're relatively young since you have a young child, so I wouldn't worry about a trust right away. But we would do a will with the trust inside it for the child until the child reaches whatever age you decide is appropriate. 
whether it's 21, 25. A lot of people, I think, right now are center, centering on 25. So, you know, and then some other people saying, well, you know, I read I read in a magazine article that uh, children don't really mature until they're 27, 28 years old. So if you want to make it 27, 28 years old, that's what we'll do. And that's up to you, and that's one of the things we talk about. And again, if you have any questions about setting up a trust to take care of a minor child, and, and let me just throw this out there. Every couple that has a minor child should have a will and appoint a guardian in case something happens to both of them. You know, a lot of times younger couples say, well, I don't own any assets. I don't need a will. Yeah, but if something happens to both husband and wife, God forbid that happens. There may be a car accident. There may be a plane crash. And a lot of money may be flowing through the estate. And who's going to handle that money? Who's going to be the guardian for that child? Where's the kid going to go to school? Where is the kid going to live? And you don't want a, a young child or even a, a teenager being ping-ponged back and forth. You want to choose the person you want to be in charge. And that's one of the main facets of a will. You choose a guardian for your children, minor children. A guardian only takes effect until you're, the child is 18 years of age. A trust, you can have any age you want on it within reason, but again, you could have 25, you could have 30, you could have 35, whatever age you think is appropriate. So again, these are the things we talk about when we do estate planning. There's no one right answer for everybody, but you know your children, you know your family. Hopefully, you can come to a conclusion of what you want to do. And I know some people come in and say, I don't know what to do. So we just have to try to break it down and go step by step and hopefully come up with the best plan we can come up with. And again, you're always welcome to give us a call at Connors & Sullivan. We now have to take a short break. If you're a homeowner age 62 or older and are finding it hard to pay off debt, or how about enjoying your retirement years with less stress? A government-insured reverse mortgage may be the answer or might be the perfect solution for you and your family. Hi, this is Frank Melia, a certified mortgage planner. I've been a mortgage specialist for over 20 years, and I've helped countless homeowners all over the tri-state area tap into a little or a lot of their home equity so they can use it right now. This past October, the federal government made changes to the reverse mortgage loan program. Give me a call now so our office can show you how these changes affect how much money you receive and how the annual mortgage insurance costs have decreased. My job is to help you find the best solutions for your retirement goals. I do this by educating homeowners with straightforward information and answers. It's free to call and speak with me, Frank Melia, to determine if this FHA program might be able to help you and your loved ones now. Call and speak with me right now. I'll answer your questions and help you decide if a reverse mortgage is right for you and your family. Make the call now, 888-943-2646. Or try me on the internet at www.quanticbank.com backslash fmelia. Once again, call 888-943-2646 and you could be on your way to a stress-free retirement. Frank Melia, NMLS number 62591. All loans provided by Quantic Bank, NMLS number 403503. We all know someone who's been touched by cancer. It's the second leading cause of death. And it took the life of my father, John Wayne. But even in his final days, he was thinking about helping others and publicly campaigning to raise awareness about cancer. His courage and grit inspired our family to do everything we could to fight the big C, as my dad called it. So we did something about it and founded the John Wayne Cancer Institute 35 years ago to advance life-saving research. Our discoveries are fundamentally changing the way cancer is treated around the world. Cures are within our reach, but we can't do it alone. I'm Patrick Wayne, and I'd be honored if you joined us in the fight against cancer. You can make a lasting legacy by helping to eradicate this deadly disease. Together, we can save lives. To learn more, visit jwcigiving.org. That's jwcigiving.org. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Every week we promise you you're going to get a question answered uh, from the one and only Mike Connors of Connors & Sullivan. And, uh, Mike, this week's question comes from Jean from Rosedale. She says, Dear Mr. C., my friend said that I needed a letter of last instruction for my family when I die. Is this the same thing as a will? And she ended it by saying, have a good day. <laughs> Mike <laughs> Connors, what say you? Well, emphatically, no. A letter of instruction usually is a 
a supplement to your will. In other words, it may be like at my funeral, I want ABC to happen. I want somebody to sing this song. It's not legally binding. It also may be in some, you know, who gets the furniture because, you, you know, in a will, you can't go, well, the couch goes to my son, the kitchen table goes to my daughter, things like that. So sometimes people have a habit of writing it in the will, and they leave it to their executor to carry out those instructions. But without a will, those instructions mean absolutely nothing. Hmm. Well, if uh, people are not up to date on their will, it's a good thing to regularly check and to see if everything is allocated as you want it to be. And uh, one of the things that uh, Connors and Sullivan helped myself and the lovely bride understand was we just need to, to be informed and make sure we know what we've got where. So, friends, I would encourage you to set an appointment and get, uh, if, you, if you don't have a will, help them. Uh, you'll, you'll get uh, the perfect help in establishing one. And if you need to revisit yours, it's good to uh, have that check. Call them, 718-238-6500, 718-238-6500. And then listen for Mike Connors to answer more of your questions, of course, every week right here. But also Saturday mornings at 8 a.m. on WMCA and then Saturday night and Sunday mornings, Saturday night at 6 p.m. and Sunday mornings at 11 on AM 970, The Answer. Mike Connors, thanks so much. Thank you, Kevin. Thanks again, Kevin. Now, going from our 970 hosts, we're going from Kevin McCullough to Joe Piscopo. This is the Joe Piscopo Show on AM 970, The Answer. This land is your land. Oh, yeah. This land is my land. From California to the New York Island. From the Redwood Forest to the Gulf Stream waters. This land was made for you and me. As I was walking that ribbon of highway. Bing Crosby. I saw above me man. that endless You hear him laying back like the old man did? I saw below did you hear that? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. golden valley. Oh, this land was made for you and me. So I had a special this night last night. That's Bing Crosby, actually. And uh, a, a vintage recording off of an album I got from a magnificent gal uh, named Beth Connors. And she and Mike Connors, beautiful wife from Louisiana. And we were at this event I'm going to tell you about in a second. If I may, just revisit that. Talked about it in the 6 o'clock hour. She got me two vintage albums. Two vintage albums. Albums, yes, record albums. Remember those? Bing Crosby, Frank Sinatra, Fred Waring, and the Pennsylvanians. Who knew? And Beth sang, I believe, with Fred Waring and the Pennsylvanians and went on the road. And she was out on the road. And this is called 12 Songs of Christmas. And uh, this is one album we're going to be playing. And Al found it. And Beth said, get this to Al. He'll probably find it online. Indeed, he did it. Thank you. And But this, look, at not even open, Frankie. Look at this one. Isn't that, this Land is Your Land. Frank Sinatra, Bing Crosby, Fed Waring in his Pennsylvanians. I never saw this album. Oh, that, I mean, It's not is, even open. That's a gem. It's from Reprise, which is the old, was the old man's uh, uh, company. And uh, this is Harmony. One is Reprise. Yeah, one's Harmony. And so we'll be playing it. And Beth, thank you for that. Thanks again to Joe Piscopo, and we really want to express our gratitude to him for everything that he's done for our show and for, you know, for our office in general. You know, I think he's our number one cheerleader out there. Um, now, Beth, Joe was talking about Fred Waring, and a, a lot of people in the audience may not remember who Fred Waring was. So who was Fred Waring, and how did you get to meet him? Well, Fred Waring was a big band leader. Um he started out a long time ago because with his first band, they were trying to get recorded by Thomas Edison on the original recording discs. And they didn't make the cut because they were playing banjos and the banjos sounded so tinny. But um, he goes way back. Mr. Waring started out with his brother and his best friend, Poli, And they had a lot of fun all along the way. Um, Poli was with him to the very end, but they started out playing the banjos and then they moved on to bigger and bigger orchestras and they had top Broadway shows. The Varsity Show was one of the biggest hits early on and then they went on to radio and TV and they were in motion pictures. Oh, they had a great time. Um, when I was with him, it was Mr. Waring's 64th year 
to be on tour. He toured every year for 64 years. A friend of mine was with Mr. Waring and played a, a tape that he had accompanied me on a recital, and Mr. Waring contacted me, and it ended up being a wonderful year on tour with him and some fantastic musicians. Now, one of the things that uh, I didn't know at first, but what was Fred Waring's connection to the Waring Blender? Um, that's a funny story. Mr. Waring loved frozen daiquiris, and he hired an engineer to produce a machine that would crush ice for him, for his frozen daiquiris, and that became the Waring Blender. And a funny story with that is... One of the guys that was on tour with him for at least a year was Rudy Valley. I don't know if some old-timers remember that name also, but Rudy Valley was introduced to the world on Fred Waring's radio show. And Mr. Valley had a, a small voice, um, not loud. And Fred Waring and his Pennsylvanians originally had no singers. They were all musicians. And when they did the Broadway show Varsity Show, the musicians did not have loud enough voices to be heard by the audience. Back then, they didn't mic people on stage. So you had to sing out. So anyway, they used megaphones. And so the megaphones were used like um, cheerleaders in the, in the uh, football stadiums. Well, Mr. Waring said to Rudy Valley then, who had a small voice, he said, well, look, this is what we did. And Rudy Valley sang through a megaphone, and that became his signature sound. But he went on tour back to the Waring Blender. He went on tour with Mr. Waring, and at the end of every show, he'd go down to the bar wherever they were staying, and he'd say may I please have a frozen daiquiri? And if the bartender started crushing the ice with a mallet or something, then he would say, oh, well, haven't you heard of the wearing blender? And if, you know, no. And then he would tell them all about the wearing blender and he would sell the, the bar a, a wearing blender and get a cut. So he was one of the first sale, big salesmen for the wearing blender. Okay, so how long were you with Mr. Waring? One year, I had met you before I went on tour, and we were, I think, getting serious. And we, when I stopped with the show, we started making plans to get married and been happy together ever since. Did you know that this year we're going to have been married 40 years? Oh, my goodness. Actually, Depending on what show you're listening to this weekend, one of the one of the days is our 40th anniversary where the show is being listened. Happy anniversary, y'all! Right. Okay, so I mean, you did one TV show with Fred Waring, or one national TV show, I should say. Right. We PBS up here in in New York City. They were doing the fundraisers, and they were big band, and they so we did our stage show. In Hershey, right? That's where they were. That's why they recorded it for PBS, and so that was interesting. That was that was different. The costume changes went a little. We didn't have so much time, but it, it was a lot of fun. Yes, all about love, and that was 1979. We're going to take a short break, play some commercials, and when we come back, we're going to listen to some of Fred Waring's music. I think I just found myself believing that I didn't need God. I just had everything under control, and church was actually a, a burden to me. I might have gone to church, you know, at Christmas time, gradually quit going. No, I didn't take my faith seriously, which, which probably means I, I never really got it to begin with. You can have a beautiful car, a big fancy home, but if you don't have Christ in your life, there's an emptiness that's there. We are enslaved to power or to greed or to wealth or to lust, especially as a man. But there's a true freedom to not be enslaved, but to attach ourselves to God and to be free. Thank God I'm home. Now that I'm back in the Catholic Church, I'm a new person. I love it. There's peace in our home that we didn't have before. You're coming home to a Catholic family where people today just embrace you. If you've been away from the Catholic Church for whatever reason, 
we invite you to take another look. Visit catholicscomehome.org today. Do you have somewhere to sleep? Did you eat today? Are you making ends meet? For thousands of New Yorkers, the answer is no. For children and youth, adults, seniors, people struggling with addiction or mental illness, and for the isolated, Catholic Charities of Brooklyn and Queens is there. With 160 programs and more than 4,500 units of affordable housing, Catholic Charities is one of the largest multi-service charitable organizations in the nation. We help change lives and build communities. If you or someone you know needs assistance, call 718-722-6001 or visit CCB. I have children. How can I protect them if something happens? Will my assets be lost if I go into a nursing home? We have property. How will it affect the ones still here? Who will help us take care of Grandma? These questions can be answered by calling 718-238-6500 for a free consultation from Connors & Sullivan Attorneys at Law, providing dedicated, caring, and highly responsive legal services. They're focused on issues that matter to you, protection of your family, preservation of your assets, and respect of your wishes with dignity. That's all I want from a lawyer, making it easier for my children. Call 718-238-6500. Get a free consultation. Connors & Sullivan's clients don't get lost in the cracks. They have dedicated attorneys who know their clients and the issues that matter most to them. Connors & Sullivan's estate planning, elder law, and probate attorneys work closely with every client. Don't leave behind problems for your family. Call 718-238-6500 and get a free consultation today. Connors & Sullivan. Plan now for later.
There's a rainbow in the sky So let's have another cup of coffee And let's have another piece of pie Troubles like a bubble And the clouds will soon roll by So let's have another cup of coffee And let's have another piece of pie Let a smile be your umbrella Or it's just an April shower Even John B. Rockefeller Is looking for the silver lining Mr. Herbert Hoover Says that now's the time to buy So let's have another cup of coffee And let's have another piece of pie
something happens to me. What if I need to go to a nursing home? What will happen to our savings, our home? What's the best way to give my home to my kids? Who will help us take care of Grandpa? These and many other questions can be answered with a phone call to Connors & Sullivan Attorneys at Law, PLLC, 718-238-6500. Mike Connors, one of New York Magazine's top lawyers, has over 30 years of estate planning and elder law experience. Mike and his team of professionals will help you protect your assets from probate, taxes, and nursing home costs so you can have peace of mind knowing you and your family will be taken care of and protected. I'm Mike Connors, founder of Connors & Sullivan. People don't plan to fail, they fail to plan. The time to plan is now. I'm Beth Connors. Call today for a free initial consultation with one of our experienced lawyers. Connors and Sullivan in Brooklyn, Queens, Manhattan, and Staten Island. Call 718-238-6500. 718-238-6500 or connorsandsullivan.com. You know, the young person here chiming in, it would be nice to hear some stuff like that on the radio these days, but... Unfortunately, no one seems to want to talk about God and country, at least for the most part. But that was wonderful to hear. And, you know, it's been a miserable year in so many different ways for all of us. I mean, the political division and the obviously just the horrible virus, businesses falling apart, all of that, that's been tough. Yeah, you know, we are thankful for so much. I was thankful for my time with Mr. Waring. I may not have been a trooper. I may not have done it for years and years like some of the other guys. But what a wonderful experience. I love his music because it's it was it's my old America. And I'm sorry that people don't seem to like the positive stuff and the good music and the jingle bells. And from here on out. We've not been able to get together, many of us. We had to cancel part of our Thanksgiving, and I'm so very sad about that. But we've got this time and Christmas and New Year. Oh, let's let's call our friends. Call people, talk to them, and just let them know how much we love them. We may not be sitting next to them, and we may not be able to hug them, but let's talk to each other. We love y'all all so much out there. Thank you, everybody, for listening to us each week. And rough as this may be, there have always been tougher times, so keep that in mind. You know, this isn't the Black Plague, uh, this isn't World War II Europe, so just keep the faith. Okay, well thanks again for listening to Ask the Lawyer. We'll be back next week at the same stations and times. Love you. Love you. 
We are gathered here on hallowed ground, voices raised, heads bowed down. We're gathered here on hallowed ground to sing this soul away. We are gathered. We are gathered here on hallowed ground, voices raised, heads bowed down. We're gathered here on hallowed ground to sing this soul away. Thank you.